chasing those butter blue butterflies. <laughs> Tell people what's going to happen tonight. Hello and welcome to Shelly Carney Live Stream Coach. Tonight we'll be talking about connecting the tech that keeps the Encore entrepreneur connected. We're going to stay pretty basic. Uh, for those of you who are beginners, this will be a really good program to help you make some decisions about how to set up your home studio and use that studio to its fullest potential so that you can create a social media storm of content to grow your business and reach the world with your message. So I was thinking, do I need to keep going back and forth between your presentation and the shop? No, 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 no. You'll see uh, when to go to the uh, shop. Well, but after the presentation. Yeah, there'll be a slide that, that talks about it. Okay. So okay. we'll know. I'm all prepared for you. Are you an Encore entrepreneur, over age 50 and want to produce a live stream, podcast, and blog to expand your brand and business? Come experience live stream coaching with Shelly Carney and Toby Eunice. Every week you'll receive motivation, encouragement, and supportive tips and tools to design a creative media campaign that will attract an audience full of friends, leads, and new clients. Subscribe today and discover the steps to mastering technology, content creation, and digital marketing that will bring you success, fun, and fulfillment as you expand your branded online presence. All right. So let's get started today with our slides. Maybe I should have asked how you were doing today. I didn't even ask you that. How are you doing today? Well, I was doing okay, kind of quietly, and then we had to just come in and do this. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, that's okay, though. I think you're going to like it. I think I am, too. I always like your shows. So we're talking about connecting the tech that keeps the encore entrepreneur connected. And we're going to keep it as simple as we can. So what you're seeing here, uh, we're not going to be showing you how to do any of that or buy any of that. They can't see you doing that. The arrow oh, has to be over there. You there see the, the, yeah, there the pad for drawing and the, and the sound board, I guess that's what that is. I'm not even sure myself. Uh, we're not going to get into that. We're not going to get into this doohickey. We're not going to get into dual screens. We won't be talking about uh, studio monitors. Studio monitors. Uh, yeah, but uh, other than that, we're going to keep it simple and I think, I think it'll be very helpful. I believe technology is a set of tools that anyone can master and integrate into a foundation for the success of their online business. That's why we want to keep it simple at a beginner level for those of you who are just getting started. I'm Shelly Carney with AGK Media Studio. I work with, or we both work with, Encore entrepreneurs who want to grow their home-based online business. And they're frustrated because they're not getting enough prospects or they're overwhelmed by social media options and technology. They just want to feel confident that they can easily and consistently connect and network online to share their message with the world. And that's what we're here to help you with. 
Do you feel like right now you're sharing your message with the world? I think so. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh, -huh. yeah. Uh, so here are the three questions we're going to answer today in this presentation. Number one, what activities do online entrepreneurs perform? Number two, what tech do you need to connect online? And number three, what strategies utilize that tech most effectively? Let's start with number one. What activities do online entrepreneurs perform? Well, I think you're going to find this familiar if you have any business training at all. Number one, they, oops. Exit. Oops. Yes. Okay. <laughs> number one, backwards. Number one, increase visibility, right? We want to increase our visibility online so people can find us, so people can learn what we do. They can, we can stay top of mind. And how do we do that? We can do that organically through posting a variety of media, including video, audio, images, and text. We can post that all over the internet, right? Um, if somebody Googles you, they should easily find you because you post everywhere. And that's organic, meaning it's not paid advertising. Number two is paid advertising but you're still going to be using video, audio, images, and text for advertising. So whether it's organically free or paid advertising, it's still going to require that you come up with video, audio, images, and text. Um, and paid advertising, our experience with paid advertising doesn't get us any more um, increased visibility or credibility than what we do organically. As a matter of fact, it seems to me that the organic work that we do is far more beneficial in the long run than any paid advertising we've tried. That, that doesn't mean necessarily everyone shouldn't try paid advertising because it does work for some people. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, if you're just starting out and your marketing budget is the equivalent of nothing, then uh, organically... If you have more time than money... yeah. Definitely want to go with the organic yeah, route. Exactly. Yeah. The number two thing you need to do is establish your credibility. And how can you do that? Uh, you can do that through speaking engagements, or you can be speaking on a different social media platforms, like you could come on our messages and methods, you could speak, tell your story. You could be on Clubhouse in a room, speaking, telling your story, sharing advice. Uh, Any time you get the opportunity to speak in public, in person, or online, take that opportunity and make the most of it. Um, you can also speak by being a podcast guest or podcast host, and people will hear you and your ideas and get to know you through your speaking. Or you can be publishing, writing uh, articles, blog posts, uh, and a book, put together a book is not that hard. Uh, you can put together several blog post articles uh, over a six month period, edit them, put them into book format and publish it on KDP. There's no charge for that. And then you have it up on Amazon and you can promote it there and you can go out and podcast about it and tell the world that you've written this book. And of course, uh, you can have your articles, blog articles on WordPress or Medium or LinkedIn or all of them. Uh, you can 
put your article into a lead magnet and you can share it that way. So publishing articles is going to do a lot for you as well to establish your credibility. In fact, I know that there are people who book speakers for events who don't book anybody who hasn't got a book, right? If you haven't got a book, we're not going to have you as a speaker. It's that simple. Uh, so it, it tells the uh, people who book speakers, if you've written a book, that you're serious about it, that you have enough information and knowledge on the topic to write a book. So it tells them a lot. So work on that. And then to establish credibility, you can also provide value in answers. Uh, that could be on Clubhouse, that could be through uh, Reddit or Quora, one of those that uh, where people ask questions and you provide your expert opinion, or you could just provide those uh, answers in small videos, uh, short videos that you put up on uh, social media as well. Did you want to add? Well, uh, only in the sense that without credibility, without particular credibility in a, uh, in a topical area, um, you're, you're not going to ever get to the point where you can get to the place in a transaction with another individual that they start to trust you. They have to believe that you know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And advertising doesn't do that. Advertising is an attractor, right? But advertising doesn't tell them who you are. Advertising does help build visibility. But until they hear your story, until they hear what you're about and how you acquired your knowledge and or your your experience or your expertise, all of that, until they have that story in hand, they're not going to have any sense of credibility. So there is a big difference between building visibility, as, as Shelly said earlier and suggested to you, using uh, social media platforms um, and proliferating on those platforms in a variety of ways. Um, uh, you've got to get to that that trust level, the, the credibility level, uh, by proving you know what you know. And you've heard me say this before. I believe that the world is divided into writers and speakers. And Shelley builds her credibility. She's a writer. And she builds her credibility by writing articles. And she's very good at those articles. My credibility comes from being able to speak. Uh, and um, as Shelley mentioned, um, uh, in that last bullet point, answering questions, uh, because that really helps to build your credibility. And I take advantage of that on uh, the social audio platforms like Clubhouse. I don't, I'll go into one of the rooms with uh, uh, no intent to speak, but sometimes I'm invited up onto the stage to speak and I get the opportunity to either answer a question or contribute to the answer to someone's question. And uh, I get followers uh, right away. And it's five or six followers every time I go in one of those rooms and talk a little bit. And that's building my credibility because I'm giving them answers they may not have heard before or that sound reasonable to, uh, to them at this point in time. That's right. Uh, thirdly, uh, as an entrepreneur, it's your job to go out and gain trust. So how do you do that? How do you gain trust? A lot of networking and collaboration is going to help you with that trust factor. Uh, when you work with people uh, who already have an audience and that audience trusts them and they see that you're working in collaboration with the person they trust, then they can transfer some of that trust over to you as well. That That's why it's really great 
to be able to collaborate, or if you're a podcaster, to get guests on who can bring their audience with them, uh, and and then they start to listen to you as well. Um, networking and collaboration is going to help you to build a community of trust. In fact, uh, people that you are, you know, on the same level, peers, uh, mentors, and then uh, audience uh, followers. And then also demonstrate consistent values and integrity. Do what you say you're going to do. If you say you're going to be on a live stream every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, then you need to show up no matter what. You don't have a guest, your guest fell through, show up anyway and give a presentation. Always have backup. <laughs> That's always been my motto. Always have backup. Uh, and uh, when you make a promise, you follow through on that promise because if you don't, you ruin your own reputation and it only hurts you to do that. So always follow through on what you say you're going to do and demonstrate consistent values. So if you say you believe one particular thing, I'm all about, you know, diversity and, and equality and raising people up so that we're all, all have the same opportunities, then you need to follow through on that on, in everything that you do. You need to be in alignment uh, with everything that you do needs to fit into your mission statement and your values. So th this is going to sound repetitive. You've heard me say that, tell the story before of that uh, command sergeant major, the youngest command sergeant major in the army. And when I asked why, he said he took every terrible bad job, job every, <laughs> every bad job that nobody else wanted. Uh, and there is some benefit to that when you get the opportunity to take on a task or a project or an I'm not sure it's an opportunity necessarily, but if you get that chance, the best thing that you can do in terms of building trust, uh, other, pe other people's trust in you is to take on that job. Now, it doesn't do you any good to take on a bunch of jobs and fail at them, but one of the things that I've discovered is that um, most of the things that seem like they are um, unachievable. Most of the projects that are unachievable by other people, if you just have a little bit of confidence, a little bit more confidence, usually you can get through it. I mean, that's what it takes is just kind of saying, yeah, I'll take a look at it. And then putting the time and effort necessary to resolve the issue. Because I, I've learned that's another thing. Not only are people not willing to take on the hard jobs, but if they do take on the hard jobs, they're not always willing to put in the time and effort necessary to complete the task. And so if you're the kind of person who's willing to take on the jobs that nobody else wants and willing further to put in the time and effort necessary to solve the problem associated with that job, then people will start trusting you with progressively more difficult and, and hopefully paying tasks. That's kind of the idea behind it. You know, mm -hmm. you get one freebie after that. <laughs> there's going to be an invoice right. coming at you, you know? That's right. And that leads us into inspire transformation. That's our fourth thing that we need to accomplish as an online entrepreneur or any kind of an entrepreneur. And we need to inspire that transformation. And some of the ways that we can do that is by leading groups or holding a mastermind or um, workshops or offering to be the leader, be the one who organizes the thing, um, sends out the invitations, you know, starts the meetup group, whatever it is, be the, being that leader is going to inspire transformation. It's going to inspire people to follow. Uh, teaching, training, and consulting will um, 
be giving out that value that people enjoy. And they will desire to be a part of that. Uh, they will desire that transformation that you offer through the teaching and training process. And converting through journey. So that's your basic uh, customer journey, right? Bringing them into the top of the funnel and down and through the whole journey. And as you do that, you become the leader, the mentor to them, uh, bringing them through that pathway. So uh, Shelly used the, uh, the uh, funnel analogy, but again, one of the uh, one of the elements of transformation is helping people build confidence in themselves in order to move forward. And uh, one of the characteristics that they look for in the people that they're following, the teachers, the leaders, the people that are building mastermind groups, uh, is that to have the confidence that they're learning what they need to learn in order to move forward. And it's sometimes I compare it, although it's not all the same. It, it's a compare the, the, the comparable experience, I guess is the best way to describe it is raising kids uh, because you have to set uh, an example by not only knowing what you're talking about, but doing what you're talking about and so that they can see that you're being successful and that you're there to help them. Um, I used to have this, I, I, and I still do have a rule, don't be afraid to share any of your knowledge. Um, and I used to get pushback from that from my friends who would say, well, wait a minute, if you give them what you know, aren't you just kind of giving away your stuff? You know, you acquire that knowledge through effort. They can listen to you. They may hear something you, that you've said that gives them some special insight, but that's not the same as doing it. They still have to do it and have the experience of doing it and have the experience of failing at it maybe once or more times before they're successful with it. So I've never had any problem looking at someone and saying to them, here's what I know about that and laying it all out for them uh, for two reasons. Number one, that's what I promised myself that I would do with other folks. And number two, sometimes you realize or maybe they realize that what this guy knows is so much more then I will ever learn about this topic. Why don't I just use him? I mean, I've had, I had, and I'll use uh, my good friend, Janet Bridgers, who was attending my course on documentary making. And by class five, she came up at the end of class five and, um, and uh, said, you know what? I'm never going to know as much about this as you do. Why don't you just help me make this documentary and I'll pay you this much, right? So she had a number in mind and it wasn't, it wasn't anything comparable to what I was earning when I was when I was in Washington D.C. But she was so open, so honest. It was a good reason to do it that I agreed to do it, and, and it was a humanitarian effort. So of course, yeah, that it, was additional it, perk for you to right. just know so that you were doing something good for the world. Yeah, it would had to do with the evolution of the environmental movement in the United States and where it all started. And so there was the added benefit of not only getting a little paycheck. I mean, it wasn't gonna it wasn't gonna buy me a new car or anything, but, uh, but I could buy some more toys. That's kind of it, you know, more toys. <laughs> more equipment to be able to make the documentary better. Which is what we end up doing, right? But yeah, because but what was great about it was that it was something that, although I was as environmentally conscious as anyone else was, 
uh, I didn't really have a sense of the history and background. You know, I often say that one of the most interesting elements of that entire documentary was learning that Richard Nixon, who I had no affection for, uh, was probably the most effective uh, environmental president in our history, just because of the laws that he was worried about losing the election. So we put into place a bunch of laws and regulations that established things. It was Richard Nixon that established the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency. Not many people know he that. He did do some good things. Yeah, yeah. People just forget to look at the good sometimes. Right. <laughs> so when you get that kind of opportunity to help someone and, and you're worried about, uh, well, they're going to learn all my secrets. I'm going to tell you from experience, 35, 40 years worth of experience. Don't even let it bother you. Just do it. You'll, you'll be better for it. So will they. All right. And as a leader, you can start your own Facebook group. Uh, this, is, this is a good way to establish yourself as a leader. Here's our Facebook group. It's called Leveraging Your Content. In there, we we uh, we live stream all three shows per week of, uh, you know, the podcasting and live streaming channel, the messages and methods, and the Shelly Carney live stream coach all go into there as a live stream. And also we have additional resources in the group and it's a good place to meet other people and, and do some networking and collaborating and finding podcasts, uh, guests and hosts within there. So great place to be. Please do join us there at uh, facebook.com slash group slash leveraging your content. So number two, what tech do you need to connect online? Number one, the most important thing, number one, you can't do anything without high-speed internet. Uh, one of the ways you can test your, your internet uh, speed is with an app called Speed Test. Um, it's going to help you to determine if you have the, uh, the speed necessary for a high-quality um, like stream. if you want to do a live stream, uh, streaming, basically. Mm -hmm. Most of us uh, nowadays are cutting the cord with our cable company. We're going to high-speed internet because we want to stream Netflix. We want to stream Disney. We want to stream all the, uh, the, the, the great shows that are out there available on streaming. Uh, so we are upgrading. And that's great because it can also enhance your business, your home-based business. So... Um the interesting thing about this is if you assume that because you can download, you can downstream Netflix, you can stream, what is that? That would mean, oh, hit the table. Uh, you can stream Netflix down. Uh, that doesn't necessarily mean you have high speed internet to go up. And I'm going to run a speedtest.net for you just to show you uh, when we get to the other screen, I'm going to show you what it's like and what, what you can learn from it. Um, but just don't assume that if you can download a Netflix movie, which has been compressed a great deal in order to do that, uh, that you have enough performance to do a live stream. Um, and I'll tell you what the minimums are when we get to that point. I don't have a separate video. Um, we'll get We'll do it at the very end. Yeah, no, no, I'll, I'll wait till we go to the other screen and then I can do it then. Okay. Uh, secondly, you're going to need a computer. Uh, the first that I would suggest, the, the top suggestion I have, is a desktop with a monitor, a keyboard, and a mouse. And that you have a spot in your home where it sits, and that is your home office area. 
And when you go to work, that's where you are. And that you can set it up the way you like it uh, with lighting that's going to uh, be helpful for you. And it doesn't move. That's number one. That's what I would suggest because, you, and then you can also plug into the ethernet and, you know, and it's a lot more predictable when it doesn't move around when it's in the same space every day. What we call the space, you know, we refer to this space as our studio. And it's important to have that sense that this is the studio. Things don't change. We don't walk in uh, each time and there's a different computer with a different set of applications with a different, uh, with a different, uh, uh, differently organized um, Chrome. Uh, it's important to have that consistency if you're going to be doing this as often as you're expected to please your audience with. So... Uh, make yourself, even if your studio, the studio at my apartment was a desk, uh, but it had a computer that didn't move from that desk and it had a monitor that was connected. You know, everything was there. So all we had to do was switch on the same thing here with this studio. We can be at dinner and Shelly at 10 minutes to seven will say time to get started. I can come in here, turn everything on and uh, we're ready to rock and roll because this is our studio. And, and, it's expected to be in a certain way. Nobody removes stuff from here. Uh, we had to remove, of course, the uh, roadcaster um, last week because we had an issue, but we had a, we have a temporary replacement and we'll be getting the roadcaster back in a couple of weeks. And, but other than that, nothing moves from here. We don't make changes. If we, um, if we decide to change the computer, uh, then we change the computer. We don't change the operating system. We don't start messing with this. Mm -hmm. So, the the second option, of course, if you already have a high quality laptop that you're familiar with, that you're comfortable with, that's great. You can use that. Uh, the thing I, I like about having a desktop instead is my hard drive went out last week. It was really very simple for my husband to take out the old hard drive, put in a new hard drive and reload the system on, uh, on there, the Windows system. It was so much easier than if I'd had a laptop where everything is, you know, you can't do much with. He couldn't have, he couldn't have fixed it. He, uh -huh. We would have had to take it to a geek squad or something else or get a whole new computer. Uh, I find that desktop computers, you can get a lot more power, a lot more memory, a lot more everything for capability for a lot less money right. than a laptop. Uh, so again, that's, that's my recommendation on that. If we wanted the a, a laptop that had the same performance, and I don't know necessarily. So, for example, our desktop here has eight USB connections, and we use them all based on the equipment that we have here. Um, a laptop won't uh, uh, enable you to do that unless you use some sort of hub, and then there's competition uh, in the hub. But uh, a laptop comparable to what we've done, what we have with our desktop, as Shelly said, would cost anywhere from three to five times as much as the desktop. Uh, now you have the benefit of that uh, integrated system and you have the benefit of portability. But one of the things about all of this is we're going to ask that you don't move from that. It doesn't make any difference that the laptop is portable. It should stay in the same place all the time, even as portable as it is, yeah. if you want to be able to call the studio. Yeah. It's just better that way. Uh, I would recommend highly uh, a desktop. And if you want to have something portable, uh, a tablet. 
Yeah. That's my recommendation. Next, you're going to need a cell phone. Uh, uh, I would suggest an iPhone 8 or newer. Um, or if you have an Android and prefer Android, then a Galaxy or a Pixel, something something fairly new, uh, updated, because you're going to be able to run the more complicated apps. Uh, for instance, I just upgraded to an iPhone 8 from a 6 because Clubhouse doesn't even work on a 6. It's not supported. Uh, so it doesn't continue to be supported once it gets a little too old. You know, once it gets more than two years old, then it's not supported anymore and the apps are, are beyond it. So you want to kind of stay at least, you know, closer to the to the newer phones if you can, uh, if you want to use apps like Clubhouse, um, Facebook, and all, all of the all of the social media apps. Uh, additionally, if you can, if this is something that you're able to do, I would go with unlimited data and have it also be enabled as a hotspot. That way, if you do want to go out in the field and you have your tablet with you, you or even a laptop, you can then use your phone as that hotspot and help you with that connectivity so that you're always available uh, to go online if you need to. If you can, uh, so a couple of things, uh, as long as you're making this investment, uh, you need a minimum of 32 gigabytes of memory. If you can get 64, 128, or 256, even better, but minimum of 32 uh, gig. And then of course, uh, you wanna be on one of the services that provides you a minimum of uh, 4G LTE, uh, and if you can afford it, get yourself a 5G capable phone uh, because the difference between performance in 4G LTE and 5G is going to be like day and night. Now, they haven't filled in all the blanks yet, uh, but it'll get here eventually. And uh, from hearing from countries that are already implementing uh, uh, 5G, like uh, Hong Kong and, and uh the area around Beijing and China is that it's just really amazing. The speed and performance is really amazing. So, so get ready for that. Next, webcam. Uh, we do do not suggest using your laptop webcam if you can help it. We prefer, of course, a desktop and using a webcam. Uh, I use the Logitech uh, C920. I recommend Logitech highly. Toby has tried some other brands and they do not uh, perform. perform as well and as consistently as the Logitech. The Logitech is plug and play. Uh, you get out of the box, you plug it in and it talks to your computer. It tells you what to do. If you need to get a driver, it tells you how to do that. Um, and it's fairly simple. Uh, get it set up and it's got beautiful picture. Um, you know, it can go anywhere from this one that you see on the on there is a is a 1080p, and I believe do we have the 4K on this one? 2K. 2K. 2K on Not on the we one we're it. using right now. So by the time it gets to YouTube, YouTube is downsizing right. it to 1280 720p. Right. Right. So putting out 4K videos it's is not crazy. necessary because it's not only going to choke your upstream video, but when somebody tries to watch it, if they don't have that level of performance on whatever their integrated, which is why uh, YouTube and all the other 
Facebook and all the others downgrade it to right. a 1080p anyway, or right. 720 in some cases. They'll, they'll, they'll play, if you upload a 4K, they'll play that 4K for you. Now it's still compressed. It's a compressed 4K. But the simple fact of the matter is you, the person on the other end, if they don't have the same level of performance on their, either their wireless, their cellular, uh, or even their e ethernet connection, it's going to get clunky for them. Uh, and especially if they're looking at a phone, at, at a phone, it not only gets really clunky, it's using up all their data download yeah. uh, uh, allotment for that month. Mm. And so they have to ask themselves, why, why am I going to watch this guy if I can't watch it in uh, 1080p? Mm -hmm, so. Mm -hmm. so yeah, your 1080p is going to be uh, a really, as much as you're going to need. And it's not expensive. It's uh around 65 70 bucks for the Logitech C920 and uh, recommend to, we recommend you stay with the, the Logitech yeah Sorry, don't go with the the $10 cheaper off brand because it doesn't perform like the Logitech uh, alternatively if you already have a laptop with a webcam and that's what you're used to using that's fine it's not going to give you as professional a look is if, for instance, if you were on um, a conference call with a bunch of people on a Zoom call, and you can look and see who's got, you know, really good quality camera and lighting, and it makes a difference, right? People see that you stand out when you have high quality. Uh, thirdly, you can use your cell phone camera. If you have a good cell phone camera and uh, you have good connectivity, Wi-Fi, where you're at, then that that will do as well. The uh, only thing that I was going to suggest to you, if you decide to go with a laptop, make make sure it's HD uh, and not SD because a lot of the laptop cameras play in SD. And do yourself the favor of raising your laptop up on something, books, magazines, whatever it is, so that the laptop camera is at your eye level and you're not looking down at it. That's one of the worst looks possible. And it messes up your lighting because you're the lighting on the gives top you of your a head turkey is neck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so try to raise your um, your laptop, the, the top of your laptop screen where your camera is, at least to eye level so that you can get the benefit of this good lighting. Yeah. All right. Uh, headset and microphone. We recommend a headset and a microphone that's attached for a lot of different reasons. But uh, number one, it keeps the microphone right by your mouth, no matter how you turn your head or what you're doing. Uh, so for instance, a lot of people will recommend, oh, you get the isolator arm and then you get the blue Yeti and then you, you know, and blah, blah, blah. It's too much equipment. It's going to get confusing. You're going to turn your head away and the, and the audio changes when you do that. Um, and you want to have a headset so that you can hear other people. If you know, if you're having a conversation with a guest who you're having a podcast guest or somebody on a Zoom call or something like that, you're going to want uh, you know, noise canceling type of of headset so that background noise doesn't um distract you or become a part of your conversation because you know the dog is barking or the somebody's running around in the background, opening and closing doors. Uh, you don't want to, all of that going on if you're doing a video or uh, having a conversation with somebody over Zoom or something. So 
this is what we recommend. Um, as you can see, uh, the one audio will get more into the the kit in just a moment. Uh, alternatively, if you if you don't want to, and you already have the earbuds that came with your iPhone, and it has the little mic on it, that will work as well. It doesn't work as well. It works too, but it doesn't work as well. It's not going to give you as high quality of audio and, uh, you know, that listening ability. And, and she's a good example because she has the kind of voice that sounds really, really good with this kind of microphone and this kind of audio interface. If I were to put her on the earbuds little microphone, her voice would sound tinny. It wouldn't sound anywhere near as good. Would it work? Yes. And we recommend isolating your audio input from your audio output so that you don't get the benefits, so, uh, not benefits, so that you don't get that echo. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, because once you get that echo, everybody can hear mm -hmm. it, right? Uh, and we try to keep our clients or people that we're talking with doing the same thing. Please just use uh, use headset if you have them uh, or earbuds so that mm -hmm. we don't get the uh, the audio echo that computers don't know what to do with. Right. And it makes you look a lot more professional when you have something like this. Uh, I remember watching um, back in January and February, I watched these coaches who are very well known and they were trying to do a conversation over, you know, a Zoom and then and then broadcast it on Facebook and uh it was a problem because one of the people, she didn't have a headset and she ended up getting that echo every time. And it made her look like she didn't know what she was doing and sh that she couldn't afford to get any help to fix it. Mm -hmm. Now they were doing a daily show and it took her like a month and a half before she got to the point where she got a headset and she didn't have that echo and problem anymore you know she learned how to fix it but it took her that long to get there and this woman is well known and famously well off now uh, she made a lot of money in the last few years and and so it's like you know why are why are you letting this hold you back mm -hmm. so don't let this hold you back this particular one uh headset that we're showing you is thirty dollars so don't let that hold you back all right. Next, lighting. Uh, we suggest if you have your desktop set up and your home studio set up that you do wall mounted lights. Uh, very simple. Put them up at a 45 degree angle to where you're sitting and there you're going to get this beautiful flat white light that uh, makes anybody look wonderful. Again, if you go to a video conference and Zoom call and you see a room full of people, you notice who has good lighting and who does not. And it's just, you know, kind of annoying when somebody's speaking and you can't tell that they're the one talking because their screen is so dark. Uh -huh. um, second, secondarily, if you uh, want to be a little more portable or you uh, don't want to do the wall-mounted lights for some reason, maybe you're not in your own home or whatever it is, there's a portable ring light that you can get that's that's uh, fairly inexpensive. Or thirdly, uh, you can do sunlight on your face, especially if you're out like, you know, outdoors or something, but do not have the sun behind you. 
um, brighter than what's on your face because then you will be dark. Nobody can see you and the light will be shining behind you. And it's, it's, it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> Can't see your face. It's funny when we're in a, in a zoom group meeting, you can actually, no matter where we are in the matrix of people that are uh, participating in the meeting, you can literally see the difference in uh, the amplitude of light, I guess is the best way to describe it because we're so well lit. It actually, our little box in the matrix stands out. And um, and uh, that kind of lighting will make you look good. And the, and the cool thing about it is it's not expensive. When it comes to the ring light, uh, people have a tendency to put it straight across from them. Uh, and so uh, you can actually see the ring light. If they're not wearing glasses, you can see it in the catch light of their eyes. But it's right on the center of their eyes. Um, if, uh, if they're wearing glasses, then it really gets distracting because the ring lights in their glasses, even if they, they have, we, Shelly and I both have the non-reflective uh, lenses. So you don't see any light unless I turn up and you can see just a little bit of what's up there. Um, but when it comes to the ring light, raise it so that the bottom of the ring light is above the top of your head and then turn it down towards you and at a very slight angle. Now, so it's above the, the bottom of the ring line is, is about even with the top of your head and then turn it back at an angle towards you. And that'll avoid the reflection, the, the circles in your eyes or the reflection uh, in your glass. And it, it's very e even lighting. So you can almost afford to put it when, uh, when we're shooting Shelly's teleprompter work. If you look at all our, any of our videos where you see Shelly teleprompter, that's a single ring light. And it's higher than she is pointed down. And then we move it over to uh, the side just a little bit to give a little bit of, of, um, of um, sculpturing on the face uh, with a light. So you can do that too. It doesn't have to be right straight in front of you. It could be over a little bit to one side. It gives you some very nice sculpting. So, Okay. So we do have a, a, a storefront on Amazon with a home studio kit. You can go to amazon.com slash shop slash a gypsy's kiss and you will be able to find all of our kits there. And we have a home studio kit. Do you want to show them now? Yeah, can we? Mm -hmm. And then I'll come back. Do you, do you have another slide? There's more slides, but this is the one where I think to okay. look at the store right, Let's break out then. So I'm going to have to close this and come back and let's see. So this is our storefront. Uh, Amazon.com slash shop slash a gypsy's kiss. And we have a bunch of kits. Uh, you can see here's our microscopy, microscopy kit. You'd think for as long as I've been doing that, I'd say it. Podcasting, live streaming, Shelly's favorites. There's one down here, Toby's favorites, etc. cetera. Uh, but we have the home studio kit uh, right at the top here. I'm going to open that up. Now, you don't have to have all of this equipment. This is equipment we both use and uh, recommend. Um, the only thing that's not here is the headset, which is in the podcasting kit. And I'll show you that. Just the headset's here. Oh, that's the audio headset. Right, I was talking audio. about the uh, audio technica, the one that we have on oh. our heads right now. Um, so these are all the uh, components we have. Now we don't have, of course, the pop-up green screens because our, our uh, wall behind us is painted green. These are the monitors uh, that 
we use. They're made by BenQ. This is the computer. Actually, that's the monitor. I have it in my house. Oh, okay. All right. So this is the uh, desktop computer that we do. As you can see, it's only $325. It's a Xeon processor with 32 gigabytes memory and a two terabyte hard drive. Uh, and that Xeon processor is a workstation class processor. So it's faster than the Dickens and it's only 300. I think we got them refurbished. Right. That's uh, why it's so low. And it's uh, only $325. So here's the ring light that we use. This is the one that we use in, for uh, Shelly when she's done. I'm sorry. That's not true. That's the 12 inch. We use the 18 inch. That's the one I have at my house. Right. Yeah. These are the chairs we have in the studio. As you can see, a little bit more expensive, uh, but we spend a lot of time sitting in these 190 chairs. 190 is not bad for an office chair. No. Especially these chairs. These are amazing, comfortable Amazingly chairs. comfortable chairs. And you get kind of the $40 benefit, although they do come with your standard uh, uh, office wheels. Uh, they also give you a box of blade wheels. And I know from experience, the box of blade wheels is a, a 40 extra bucks. So... It doesn't take me back to where I want it. Yeah, it does. So this is the headset that we recommend. This is the uh, one audio headset with the micro attached microphone. Now this headset is designed to be very versatile. So you can do a lot of different things. You can, it can be just a headset. It can be a headset with microphone. Uh, it can be a telephone headset works as well. So, uh, and it's only $30. This is the camera that we use. This one is the C920, which is what Shelly has in her room. These are the lighting, uh, the lights that we use, the wall lamps that we use. You don't have to be, a, a, you know, electrician to install them. You just have to screw them up onto the wall because they have their own switches and then plug them in uh, using these. And these are the bulbs that we use. They're um, 125 watt. Let's see if they're there. Yeah. Uh, 125 watt uh, CFLs, compact fluorescent uh, light bulbs. And they put out a very white, very even light. There's two of them uh, right up there. And they're at about a 45 degree angle up and a 45 degree angle from the center of our set right here. And as you can see, I'm just going to go back here just to show off. I mean, that's pretty damn good even lighting. Not a lot of shadows, not a lot of contrast. It's just flat, even lighting. You can even see that thing that's sticking up out of my hair there. I don't know what's out of out. Um, so, and, and, you know, it isn't, it isn't that we installed these in this studio. We had these installed at my apartment where we had our little quote desktop studio. And there were two of these lights there too. And I have them in my office. And Yeah. And Shelly has them in her office and we are consistently the best lit in any Zoom group, Zoom group in which we participate. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it's important. It's, this is a good place to start. Now, we have some other uh, kits down here uh, behind that that have some additional equipment that we use as well. The podcasting kit, the studio lighting kit, the live streaming kit. Um, so you can go through any of those. Now, these, this is our shop on Amazon. Uh, you don't have to pay any extra if you buy on our shop. You pay the standard Amazon price, including whatever discounts they're offering. You get the benefit of being prime. And then Amazon gives us a little bit of a um, little bit of a commission on each sale. So, all right. So you want to go back to your presentation mm -hmm. or, or yep. is there anything else I need to show the folks? Uh, no, that's it. All right. That's it. Back to the presentation. All right. All right. All right. So along with all of your 
hardware that you're putting together, you're going to want some online property, social media accounts. These are the ones that uh, you want to think about having. Uh, I would definitely focus on the one that you're the most comfortable with and the one that uh, where you know your your clientele, your ideal customer would be most likely to be found. For us, that's most likely to be YouTube and Facebook and maybe even Clubhouse. Uh, and so we focus on those the most. Um, also LinkedIn. If you're doing a lot of B2B, uh, LinkedIn might be the best place for you. So establish accounts on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Anchor FM, Twitter, Clubhouse, Pinterest, Reddit, and WordPress. Now, I personally don't use Reddit, but Toby does. Uh, that is a good place to go uh, to niche down and, and find people who are very interested in a particular niche. Yeah, I get people to my World Sand Project YouTube channel by going to Reddit and just sharing pictures of sand that people have sent me. And uh, there's a couple of groups in there that deal with geology uh, that just love that stuff. And the next thing I know, they're showing up on my YouTube uh, videos. Mm -hmm. So if you're a very uh, niche person or uh, if you're talking about your hobby even, um, like he does with his microscope hobby, uh, then Reddit can be a really good place mm -hmm. to find people who share that passion with you. Uh, then look at browsers and free apps. Uh, the majority of people use Google Chrome. So, um, you know, you want to make sure that whatever you put out there is uh, going to show up well on Google Chrome. I like Google Chrome. I use Google. I use a lot of Google products. I recommend it. I think it's easy um, to work with. I recommend Google Chrome, Gmail, and G Drive. G Drive does a lot. Uh, you can create slides. You can create Excel spreadsheets, you can create documents, uh, and you don't have to have um, Office for it. Uh, it's free, so pretty cool. Uh, I recommend Calendly to get started if you need a scheduling app to, you know, if you want to give out a link where people can schedule a call with you. I recommend Calendly. It's very simple and easy and, and, and it's free to start off with and until you upgrade. Uh, I recommend Headline Studio, if you want something that's free, it's a Chrome, uh, what do you call it? A Chrome extension Extension uh, that's free that you can check your headlines and see if how they, how they do for uh, attracting attention and SEO. That's a good place to test them out for free. Uh, MailChimp, you can start off uh, for free with MailChimp. That is your email provider. And they also have... Uh, the ability to, you can build uh, funnels and uh, automated emails and uh, uh, newsletters, and you can even do a website on MailChimp for free. So it's a great place to start. Uh, Grammarly is a free app that will check your writing if you're doing a blog or uh, even if it's a, a social media post or an email, Grammarly can come in and, and check everything, make sure that uh, you've spelled everything correctly and that you're using the correct grammar. And it even will tell you things like this sentence is uh, bad tense or something. You know, it's like it's uh, I've 
vague or it's too wordy or it's this or it's that. And would you like a suggestion to fix it? And you can say, yeah, give me a suggestion. And then it, it moves the words around that you wrote and makes it sound better. So they go, oh, yeah, I want that. So real easy to use. And it starts off free. You can always upgrade, but I don't find that it's necessary to do that. I recommend uh, taking a look at Readsy if you want to write a book because they have this free tool where you can uh, uh, format your book and uh, take that file and then put it up into KDP on Amazon. And vidIQ is a great uh, little uh, freebie app. It starts off free. You can always upgrade if you want. Um, and it will help you with your um, videos, your YouTube videos and all of that. Yeah, that's a good uh, comprehensive list. I can't think of anything. Maybe uh, we use a product called Snappa for- That's in the for, paid. Oh, okay. All right. So these are free. Next? All right. Free yeah. Yep. So let's look at paid apps and products that we, we use and we recommend. We recommend Domains Priced Right, which is a division of GoDaddy. Uh, if you need to buy a domain, they have really good prices there. Uh, that's, what, that's who we use. Um, Toby's got like- <laughs> I don't know, 50 of them, domains. Uh, StreamYard is what we're using right now to uh, to stream our video and be able to do all of the overlays that you see uh, the, that's available to you in StreamYard. And uh, we recommend that. It's super glitch-free compared to some of the other products that we've used in the past. And we've used a lot of the other products. And when Windows does an update, it doesn't freak out. A lot of other programs do. They have problems. And Windows does an update about every week. So you want to have something that's as glitch-free as possible. And we recommend StreamYard for that. Uh, Snappa is like Canva. If you've ever used Canva and you prefer that, that's fine. We prefer Snappa. We find Snappa is easier to use. We think it's a little more user-friendly. Uh, we, we like it. Uh, check it out and see what you think. It's really good for creating uh, your YouTube thumbnails. It's good for Facebook posts and banners, and, and it gives you the exact size that you need. And uh, it, it's got access to a bunch of free pho uh, photos that you can you know, use. Uh, it helps you with you know, uh, writing, you, know, you can put in words. It's, it's graphic design, basically. Uh -huh. yeah. it keeps it real simple. Um, again, it's a lot like Canva if you've ever used that. Descript is what we use for uh, transcription of our um, audio files to uh, a blog post or, you know, it just transcribes it. And then uh, it's, it's super versatile. And you can also do your editing. If you need to edit your um, audio file for your podcast, this is the easiest way to do that. Use Descript. Uh, if you don't, there's no learning curve, right, with having to un understand editing software. If you've never edited before, Descript is probably the easiest way to learn how to do a simple edit. And then we use Fiverr for other uh, graphic design and short video clips uh, so that we don't have to spend the time doing it ourselves. Fiverr uh, is a really good little tool for when you need to pass something off to somebody else because you don't have the time or you don't have the expertise in, uh, in creating something that like a voiceover or mm -hmm. 
a, a short video clip or uh, some sort of graphic that you want done, a logo, anything like that, you can get on Fiverr. Uh, somebody can do it for you there. I was trying to think if there was anything else that we could uh, recommend. I mean, we use so many products. Uh, these are kind of the minimums, yeah. right? This is what you ought to consider to get you uh, started. Uh, and the nice thing about, as Shelly said, the nice thing about Fiverr is if there's something that you can't do or you don't have the time to learn uh, the application enough to do it yourself, you can find somebody on Fiverr that can do it. And we have, uh, we've done so much on Fiverr that I'm, I'm, uh, they don't call me a VIP. They call me a VID, I think, <laughs> uh, because we've done enough business with them that they recognize me with a little star that says, this guy's a good guy to do business with. He pays his bills. Um, but the other thing about it is that we, we've used several Fiverr uh, sellers consistently. So now we can go back to them. They know kind of what we want. We'll change the colors, the logos, the music, whatever. Uh, but it makes them more efficient because they know exactly. I just say, I want this again. If you go to any one of our, um, any one of our channels, you'll see a consistent outro. Uh, the 22nd uh, end card uh, that YouTube uh, YouTube allows us to have. And the imagery, the, the construct, the graphic design is consistent from program to program. The only thing that changes, the only things that change are the colors, the background music, and maybe some of the um, uh, additional information like website URLs and, and email addresses. So, But the guy that does that, charges me less and does it faster because he's done, you know, dozens of them for us. Uh, so before we get into section three, what strategies utilize that tech most effectively, let's quickly look at speedtest.net uh, okay. to just let everybody know what that looks like and, and how to do it themselves. So once you have your system set up and whether you're using wireless or, um, I'm going to have to open up another tab here. So I'm just going to drag this over here. All right. And whether using wireless or ethernet, we use ethernet. The, the, our desktop computer is connected directly to the modem through ethernet. It's a one gigabyte service. Now they don't guarantee one gigabyte. What they do is you'll get up to one gigabyte worth of service and it varies. And sometimes it's so low that I restart the, uh, uh, restart the uh, modem to get a new IP address, and that brings the speed back up. But you want to know where you are at any given point in time, and the easiest way to do that is to open up a uh, window and go to speedtest.net. So I use it enough that it pops up for me right away. And what speedtest does does right away is the first thing that it does is it determines your ping, and that what a ping is is your modem sends a ping to the nearest server and it tells you how fast uh, that takes place, right? Um, and then it tells you your uploads, your upload speed and your download speed. So already you can see that my server is an Xfinity server. That's the IP address. It's owned by Comcast and it's in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And I can change servers if I wanted to. There's not, that, that one works for me. Uh, because it's the closest server that I have access to. When I click go, you'll see right away, it starts by giving me my ping, how long it took to get a signal from there to here and back. And then it starts measuring, it starts feeding data up and down to tell me the upload and download speeds. Now, 
What's weird about this is our uh, our download speed is so fast that the gauge doesn't go that high, but it gives us the end number. So you'll see it here. You'll see the ping first right there. Six seconds ping. Good ping is under, um, I'm going to say under 15 seconds. If it gets higher than that, you've got a problem. But you can see it's stuck here at 100, but we're seeing a download performance of 470, 400. And 84 finished at 425. Now they they tell me it's up to one gigabyte, but at 425, we're doing pretty good. Your upload speed is never as fast as your download speed, but you can see here our upload speed, which is more important to us because we're uploading right now. We're not downloading. This is going, you're downloading our show. We're uploading our, our, our show here and we have a 40 gig, I'm, I'm sorry, 40 megabyte, 40,000 uh, bits per second uh, upload speed. And uh, I'm gonna strongly recommend that you have a minimum consistently of five, minimum. Uh, and you're gonna have to, that's if you're gonna, if you're gonna stream your show at 720p, the lower rate 1280 by 720. If you wanna do it at 1080p, then you probably want at least 10 megabaud. Um, so whatever agreement you have to make with your service. Now, this over my lifetime has gotten progressively faster and cheaper. I pay $75 a month for this service. Now people say, wow, that's a lot of money for you. Well, we need that kind of level of performance. And, um, and the other thing is we don't need any wireless interference. Now, this is a wireless modem. So when we're anyplace else in the house, we're using the wireless system and I can run a speedtest.net on my wireless and I will get 125 to 150 download and anywhere from 20 to 25 upload speeds. That's the wireless performance in this house. This computer, the, our desktop computer in our studio is connected via ethernet. It's a cable, high speed cable. Uh, I'm sorry, it's not cable like your Comcast cable, but a high speed uh, RJ, uh, which jack is that? It's not 11. RJ25 jack, uh, Ethernet jack. And that's why we get this, this level of performance on this computer. It way overperforms what we need, but we prefer it that way. We prefer to overperform. We're never going to have a night where uh, you're not hearing us because our uh, our internet is too slow. If it is, it's a problem someplace else than here, right? <laughs> Because it's connected via Ethernet. So you want me to take you back to your... Mm -hmm, please. All right. So number three, what strategies will utilize the tech that we are showing you most effectively? Uh, we suggest the Creative Campaign Framework, which is basically set up your home studio, as we've discussed tonight, then live stream a video at least once a week or more, Upload your audio from that video to a podcast and transcribe your podcast into a blog. When you do that, you are creating a basically a social media storm of content, right? Uh, and that's how you attract clients because they can find you. They can learn about you. They can decide if uh, you resonate with them, if you're giving them value, if they want to work with you, if they want to be a part of your community. 
And we teach that through the Creative Campaign Producers Training, where you can learn to produce a creative campaign to attract clients through content marketing. It's a free training, and all you have to do is go to agkmedia.studio and sign up for it there and uh, get started. One more video, one more. And lastly, please do connect with us. You can schedule a free consulting call to define your social media goals, assess your specific needs, and clarify your best options. And uh, you can do that. Uh, you can find us at shellycarney.com, tunis.com, or you've got the, the solo.to slash agkms because I uh, didn't get you to uh, assign a, <laughs> assign a, new, assign a uh, URL to it. URL to it. Uh, I set it up today. Yeah. Um, so it's got all of our current links there. What those are is um, just a page full of our links so that you can find everything oh. that we offer yeah. uh, and, and how to connect with us more ahead. easily. Yeah. I'll give you a screen. You sh show them what you're talking about there. Go ahead. Oh, I'm going to go ahead. So that's Toby's. Um, you can find all, you know, the phone number, the email, all of, you know, our free mini course. You can sign up for our newsletter. Um, this one actually needs to be fixed. It takes them to the Facebook group for oh, some okay. reason. So we need to fix no, that one. That. You can go to our Facebook group. Uh, you can, uh, be inter you know sign up to be interviewed on our messages and methods uh you can schedule a consulting call a free consulting call with us um you can go to our youtube channels or our facebook groups our facebook channels our facebook pages uh you can watch videos about uh what we do uh for people and how we work with people uh we have a course on udemy we have a book that's on Amazon. Uh, so all of our links are there. And uh, of course, we also have at uh, AGK Media. So if I go to your AGK, the one that you set up today, that's actually AGK MS for Media Studio. And it takes you there. Look at you. Very good. And again, you can schedule a call, free consulting call. You get our free mini course. All of those links are there. So all you have to do is click on them, for instance. I'm click on that, and it takes you right to our scheduling page. We use OnceHub, but we started off with Calendly. Calendly, I think, is a little easier, and it starts off free. So that's why I recommended that over OnceHub. It, it's easier to It's easier on the management side. Yeah. You know. Yeah. This one's a little bit more difficult to manage. But if you want to sign up for our weekly newsletter, you just click there and a little form fill to fill out and sign up. Very simple. So, yeah, I would, uh, you know, recommend that you try Go that out. Click on the little home screen over there. Just click on home. That? Google Shelly K. Carney, and you'll see the benefit of using this strategy. So that's the Shelly Carney. When you search for Shelly Carney, and you'll see all you'll see a broad variety of her social media platforms listed as part LinkedIn, of who she is. LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, my my videos, Pinterest, IMDb, um, podcast, and Ben Verified. I didn't. 
<laughs> okay, well, that's and good. I want to see your records online. What are your online records? Yeah, anyway, the and, point and that, images. The, the point that I wanted to make is not that Shelly has a lot of Google entries. She has how many? 982,000 results. Now, not all of those are you. Uh, but, but the simple fact of the matter is when you see this, uh, that means the search engines are starting to recognize that recognize that Shelley Carney has a, a, a expanded social media presence, and not only that, she has the content to support that presence. So it's not just stories about Shelley Carney; it's Shelley Carney's posts on LinkedIn and Twitter and Instagram and YouTube and Facebook, and that's that's important. That's because anytime somebody's looking up a, a topic that isn't necessarily by Shelly Carney's name. Uh, they may be looking up uh, live stream coaching. Uh, if you do enough of it, you'll be able to, you'll be able to go and find it yourself. What are you going to do? I, I was looking for that video. I didn't upload it. Oh, like, if well, that's okay. I was going to do it while you were talking. So go ahead and talk. That's okay. Nope. Don't worry about it. You sure? Yeah. We're uh, already over an hour. So okay. Right. Uh, we'll show it next week. All right. But yeah, if you have any questions, uh, if you need any help, if you have tech, that you've purchased and you don't know how it works and uh, you don't know how to hook it up or integrate it into your system, please reach out and uh, we've got all these all these ways for you to reach us and we want to help you. That's what we're here for. That's what we do. That's why we're excited to uh, do three shows a week and talk about this with you. Um, please reach out and we will help. We will get you back on track. We will help you set up your home studio. We will get you up and running. And if you want to work with us one-on-one, uh, -on -one, we would love to do that. And we can, sh we can teach you everything you need to know in five days, five days. You will have a live stream channel with a live stream on it. You will have a podcast set up on on Anchor that goes out to a bunch of different podcasts. Up to 10 different podcasts. Uh, places and with one episode on it. And you will have a, a blog set up with Your a blog post. post in five days. That'll be all ready for you, all set up. And then you can take it from there on your own. Super easy. And super fun. Yeah. Because it's the kind of thing that you've always wanted to do. Um, but had come upon obstacles that generally speaking are either financial or technical. Uh, and each of those has to be made up for in some way. And we, in our approach, we've reduced those so that they're not a problem. Uh, we get you to the point where uh, you're doing your own programming with your own content, your own topics, your own guests, and you're not making massive investments in technology, and you're not making massive massive investments in the effort to uh, to overcome any technical obstacles. That's all been. That's all. I want to say uh, we're doing it for you, but the thing is, it's it's that we've done it. There are no technical. Are, are there issues that arise? Yes. But because <laughs> Windows makes changes, yeah, Windows makes <laughs> we got to keep up with the yeah, times. Yeah. Uh, Facebook makes changes, YouTube makes changes, and we got to keep up with it. But uh, once you're set up, you those changes are just tiny little bumps in the road, and you just keep on trucking. And 
Thank you so much for being here with us. We appreciate you. We do want to help you. If you have any questions or comments, you can put them in the comments or you can write to us at agkmediastudio at gmail.com or uh, give us a call. The phone number is on the screen and we would love to work with you. Uh, Tomorrow, Toby's going to be on his uh, live show at one o'clock talking about microscopes and tune in for that on the World Sand Project. Actually, we're going to take, channel. you can't see it because it's off screen, but it's a big box. We're going to unbox and completely assemble from scratch the Amscope T490B compound microscope. There you have it. <sighs> and we'll be back again next week with be a whole still new topic. My heart. <laughs> Have a great weekend and we'll see you again soon. Thank you for joining us for the AGK Media Studio podcast with Shelly Carney and Toby Eunice. Please subscribe, leave a great review, and comment with questions or ideas for future shows. Share our podcast with your family and friends and discover how you can become a creative campaign producer at agkmedia.studio or join our Facebook group, Leveraging Your Content. Check the show notes for links and resources and please come back again next week.